0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The boys scrambled out of the tree, got on their knees because the worst thing that could happen to a colored kid in the South was for a parent to hear that a child was acting up. There would be no appeals. The punishment is swift and physical. The arbitrary nature of grown people's wrath gave colored children practice for life in the caste system which is why parents forced to train their children in the ways of subservience treated their children as the white people running things treated them. It was preparation for the lower caste role children were expected to have mastered by puberty. For a young colored boy in the South, the caste barrier is an ever-present solid fact, John Dollard, an anthropologist studying the region's caste system, wrote at the time. His education is incomplete until he has learned to make some adjustment to it. The Negro must haul down his social expectations and resign himself to a relative immobility. Indeed, breaking from protocol could get people like George killed. Under Jim Crow, only white people could sit in judgment of a colored person on trial. White hearsay had more weight than a colored eyewitness. Colored people had to put on a show of cheerful subservience and unquestioning unquestioning obedience in the presence of white people or face the consequences of being out of line. If children didn't learn their place, they could get on the wrong side of a white person and the parents could do nothing to save them hey welcome to the black out podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on tuesday for real this time uh <laughs> <laughs> where you do some podcasting the real tuesday yes the real tuesday uh you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic all those places that you find different um podcast we appreciate you for listening leaving us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher especially so we can read those on saturday morning and give you feedback doesn't matter what area of the world you're in Mm -mm. we would love to hear from you we would leave us a nice five star review and we'll read it on the air um the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport a bullet ball extreme um and that excerpt that i read was from the warmth of other sun uh the warmth of other sons uh which i had talked about uh, a couple of days ago this is, i'm reading this book by isabel wilkerson and it's just uh flying off the page it's it's, it's an amazing book so
1: yeah because some of the a lot of the stuff well not a lot but some of the stuff you read about it it just touches home to let you know that a lot of your life experiences and some of the things you haven't experienced since you just thought these things were fact are actually facts, (laughs) and you go oh i'm not crazy i'm not a lunatic this shit's been happening for a long time i might not have had the words for it when i was young and shit still might not have the words for it as an adult you know because i'm constantly learning and growing and evolving but then you go okay i'm not crazy like i remember um this happened when i was a child uh what was the name of that store was it people's Yes, people's uh the old school store. Uh it was down at I won't say it was down at the Freedom Mall, uh, which now is torn down. I think it's DSS now. Um, and it was me and my aunt and uh one of uh, her friends and uh her friend's son. And we had if I'm not mistaken, we had went out there and um we were shopping and all that stuff, but when we got ready to leave, the people my aunt she was going off and i i was a child i didn't really even understand what she was going off about and what she was mad about but it just so happened that the people there accused had accused her of uh stealing like some shoes she had on right they don't even sell these shoes at the store mm. but they had accused her that and my aunt was going smack off she was going smack off she was like how dare you accuse me and me being a child and not knowing no better all all from my perspective all i see is my aunt making the scene not really understanding why like i said not really understanding the things behind it you know they end up calling the police and everything it was like you got to show a receipt for what's in your bag. i mean the whole nine yards and they ended up uh you know letting us go but it was it was just the fact that even then I knew something was right. I couldn't explain what was right. I knew something was abnormal I know I knew that um at that time, I didn't know that it was racial racial profiling, but I was like something now right. I was like, whatever this is, this really got my aunt irritated, you know, but you know parents go and adults go through those things, but they don't ever take the time to actually sit down and talk to a child. Mm-hmm. And explain why they, the reactions and the realities of things. It's like, I'd rather beat these things into you versus actually talk to you like you're a human being and have a discussion with you. And because children are very intelligent. Parents underestimate the intelligence of their child and they underestimate what their child can understand and comprehend. People just assume that children are dumb. Children are small people. They're small people, so that means they are a person, but a lot of times when it comes to children, some people treat children as though they're animals, as though they're a dog, a cat, or a chair. They treat children like property. You know, children are are, are the few things in this world that almost don't have rights. Quote, unquote. You can almost treat a child any way you want to. Now, we have DSS and all that stuff that comes in the home, but, you know, if it's not brought to their attention and nobody is reporting it, that child literally has nothing protecting them. And so... You reading this made me think about, you know, how my mama used to say some of the quote unquote cliches of, you know, I'm, 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 I'm beat, I, I spank you so that the police don't have to. Uh, I beat you so, you know, you don't go ahead and get cute by somebody. You know, like, like these, these were the words that I will, I have been told, you know, uh, a, a lot throughout my life. And so, you know, it was just one of those things to where that kind of hits home, you know, I, always have known that i was you know black and so for me um i still lived a life of quote unquote freedom but i always even as an adult i'm always aware of my presence i'm always looking around me and i'll just say i always look to see how many white people are around me like like i start counting and if the number gets so high sometimes i'll just leave if i don't like if i don't feel friendly in the environment and things like that because you go i don't know what may happen or what may persuade this to turn left and you know black people have always had to had to deal with that you know white people wonder why you know some niggas don't like to go to parties where it's all white people and shit like that no 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 i don't know if this if or when this crowd may turn against me and i have nobody to represent me and i can't defend myself if this crowd decides to turn the wrong way
0: yeah um i definitely think about some of the cliches that i've heard as a kid of the uh you know i hit you because i love you Mm -hmm. uh i hit you because uh these white people go um you know if if i don't beat you the police gonna do it stuff like that you know um uh it's wild because at the same time it's like is what was done to our parents and handed down to, from their parents and the parents before that and in a large part is what was handed down to them from white people that beat the, the slaves um so it's become like to me personally i feel like it's a generational curse and mm-hmm. i'm i'm very proud of black people that break it
2: yeah. like yes. i
0: you know maybe i'm overly protective or whatever children but you know i i like to see people that say stuff like, I'm not gonna hit my kid and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I have never raised a kid. I don't know how difficult that is to pledge to. I don't know how many Correct. people have, have made that pledge and broken it. I don't know, you know, over the course of eighteen years or whatever the fuck. I don't know if somebody, you know, sets out with that in a goal and then ends up hitting their kid um at some point and regretting it or whatever. But I do know that um you know, that stuff is traumatic and people uh, you know there's always gonna be a love like a, like there's always gonna be a response to my parents of like i love my parents but at the same time i was i did get whoopings mm-hmm. so it's not like i didn't turn around and be like i hate my parents the worst parents in the world but you know if i think about it it's like i wouldn't want that i wouldn't do that to a child if i had a child so and that's not something i always believed i mean
1: i've even spanked children before yes
0: yeah when i was younger i'd be like yeah that's you know this is just how it is and you did the wrong thing Mm -hmm. but i don't know i feel like one of the things i realized too was when i was younger was like it wasn't chill to me the the age to pop a kid or some shit it just seemed like certain people is so young and so these lessons i'm learning i'm learning from a person that feeds me protects me and clothes me and then they also hit me sometimes you know um if somebody was in a romantic relationship where they get hit we would be like what are you doing in that you should get out um and to the person hitting them that's not what you do to somebody you love but when it's children it's like you said they it's like they have no rights so um and then also i understand and maybe that's what it is as you get older you understand why somebody when literally they feel like it's life or death and they feel like the fear they're instilling into you is going to save your life and mm-hmm. i like I, i'm you know i make the joke but i'm serious to a certain extent a woman probably has saved my life you know it's probably been a few times where i was about to do some some wild shit or some you know some some boys that up the street was about to get into some crazy shit and i was like nope nope that's that's the kind of shit you get a whooping for all right y'all have a good one i'm going back home tonight you know and maybe (laughs) i can hear my mama's voice yeah like maybe you hope that uh that you wouldn't maybe in a you know different reality uh them talking to me would have got the same effect but i don't know for sure um you know but yeah it's something to think about because it's generational um and, and i'm glad that it's dying down somewhat i don't know what studies say but it seems to be dying down somewhat and I and i hope it continues to I, I actually hate and don't share and don't even make jokes about these videos of people like hitting their kids online or telling their kids to fight another kid or uh any of that stuff especially with black children it, mm-hmm. it's too close to me it's too dear to me and to me it just looks like abuse and when we laugh and celebrate it it feel like we celebrating abuse you know and i know that people do that in a lot of areas you know you i mean to be frank i don't even watch the videos of people wilding out at popeyes like no i just it's certain things i'm just like i i understand why it would be funny but i also feel like us somehow glorifying it and celebrating it and laughing at it to a certain extent feels like to me, it feels like it's condoning it because it, it's not like a comedy album where I'm laughing at a joke that was made to be a joke, so it's just a joke. If I'm laughing at somebody like you know, um, body slamming their son because he came home from school late, I feel like I'm not laughing. That's not supposed to be a joke. That's a real kid, that's a real parent that that really is, is being put on the line. So, uh, yeah, and, and it definitely did bring back the memories of just how afraid I was of a whooping the all purpose all looming always watching whooping the you know i could talk to your i'll I'll tell your parents you was down here doing blah 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 or you know whatever and it also made me feel like as a kid i didn't have the same rights and i know you don't have the same rights as an adult but it made me feel like i didn't have the same rights as other kids like that weren't black so it was like it put into me early to let me know like if you get accused of something you did that shit or at least you gonna get in trouble for whatever circumstances led to you even being close to that situation um so whereas another kid could be like uh yeah i went to a party and i got punched in the face but i didn't do nothing wrong i would feel like i'm getting in trouble for being at the party possibly if i you know if the kid walked up to me and and stepped on my shoe and i said hey and then they punched me i'm getting in trouble for whatever i did to escalate it because you know you don't have the same uh you don't have the same room uh the same space to uh to fuck up
1: yeah and also is in and i and i think for me is one of those things how can i say this um everybody because like i said i laugh at anything but there are some lines that i draw everybody has their lines and this shit that we joke about the people who draw their line on they but i not funny cool but for me it's the videos i don't watch them i don't click them i know you know, the one, uh, years ago, or the bus driver popping that woman. I'm not watching that shit. Why? Cause I'm a black woman. Why? You know, like, like, for me, I'm like, that, that's not funny. You know, two black women fighting and scrapping on the street, that's not funny to me. Because to me, what would be funny if it was a skit? What would be funny is you paid actors? What would be funny is to go, okay, at the end, I know nobody got a concussion, nobody died, nobody, you know, at the end, I could go, okay, it, it's almost like a reset. But I, no, 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 those are real people
0: fucking really fucking each other
1: up right. and there are consequences and repercussions to those actions
0: and i want to be clear i it's not because of like the white gays or any of that Mm-mm. shit i it just it bothers me whether anyone else sees the shit or not if you name if you send me a video and it was only i i'm the only person in the world that's ever gonna see this video and here's just two black girls fighting at the pool don't you're wasting your time i don't want to see the shit you know like it's just to me it's just something disheartening about celebrating that i know it happens i know it's normal that people have violence but i can't i can't celebrate it it's not right and it always makes me think about this generational trauma and how much of it goes back to you know um the fact that we're hitting our kids and that we are hitting our kids and conflating it with love so it's like the you know and like how many of us grow up and have normalized abusive relationships where someone in a relationship hits the other person and part of it is because, because i love you well where they first learn that model of love from somebody that hit them that said it's because i love you you know
1: right and also uh one more thing i want to add on something you said that really stuck out where you go it's almost like a trial you know like the kid is on trial like if like it's one of things where you know i've been told you know uh if the teacher called me i don't give a fuck i'm believe the teacher i don't give a fuck what happened you did whatever they said you did like that that was my mama's philosophy she was like the teacher's not gonna waste their time calling me unless you did something to provoke them to call me regardless of what happened my mama did not want to hear any excuses
0: so when you say it's a trial yeah
1: it's a trial yeah. and, and and the parent and the parent is the is, is the judge jury and
0: executioner And life is a trial for black people and white people are judge jury executioner correct you know literally in this you know in that example you pointed out white people people are the only ones that could be on juries in the south so um and i think people hit their kids for the illusion of control right because it's like i can stop white supremacy from hurting you by hurting you first and teaching you to work within the boundaries of your life and to not try to achieve anything outside of that or stand out too much or stand up for yourself and it's you know it's very (laughs) conflicting to kids and i and like and i and i say this i'm still Conflicted about it because I guarantee you, I can laugh and bond over trauma with the best of them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like someone bring up a story about some whoopers or something. i Oh man, I remember this time. You know, like, and I'm laughing. <laughs> you know, like, like I don't know what that means, really. You know and, and of course anyone listening to the show know i love my parents to death you know but it's it's just interesting to think about that way that i'm like you know someone brings up this i'm like man i remember this time we got a whooping for blah 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 you remember this me and my brother Mike. oh man Rodney, you remember when we did this you know like that like there's and we're laughing and we're like sometimes laughing to the point of tears not sadness but funniness and you know i, I just accept that that's something that will always that that parallel that duality that conflict is always going to exist in me and I, i've I, over the years i've found it in a lot of black people you know we don't talk about this like you know i was abused we yeah. talk about it like What's oh it? my god i remember getting whoopings you remember messing up your play clothes at the church you get a whooping because you don't put your play clothes on and you mess up your yeah. church clothes like every black person know it
1: and 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 it's almost like um we talk about it as veterans of war because it's literally kind of the, the the but you the know what though
0: thing. no because oh maybe I'm, I don't know maybe war people do laugh about this shit but I I mean we laugh about it in a way of like it's it, it's something it's, it's like it's something about the fact that it was done out of quote unquote love that makes us almost you know what I'm saying it's like you almost find like it's funny to a certain extent it's well this was also love and I know that that's you know i'm sure some psychologist somewhere listening to shit like that's not healthy but i but it's but it also but it is my reality That's that is how it is i've connected with people on those topics my whole life
1: and when i say it's like veterans of war no we have not gone through a war but you have been traumatized you're bonding over a shared experience of discussing these things and there are emotions behind that really sadness laughter like there are emotions behind hey i've been through this hey i've been through this too and you talk about the the scenario in the situation and it's a bond uh, uh, almost like a like a unit that happens over you discussing it when that's that's that was my definition of it. I'm not comparing it to people that have experienced went to war cuz I've never went to war but you know it's just one of those things where it's just a shared experience
0: yeah like i said you uh you know i don't know if you heard it in there but you might be right because maybe i haven't been to war and i haven't bonded with veterans so maybe veterans do laugh about some of the shit that they experience and we're just not part of those conversations you see what i'm saying so maybe it is exactly like what you're saying you know um I definitely think all black people that got whoop, got whooping PTSD. So right, you know, I think that's a, you can it can be triggered by anything such as oh <laughs> like that that that's a good one. You know, <laughs> 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 I'm
1: gonna tell mama. All
0: right, wait till your mama get home. Uh, yeah, all right.
1: And what's and what's even worse is the. uh and, and particularly me being a, an only child and I haven't any brothers and sisters. And one reason why I didn't, li- I'm just going to keep it real. One reason why I didn't like to go out and particularly and, and spend time with like like uh other family members that I didn't know. The niggas was bad. They were just getting the shit and all that stuff. Just being kids. But you know what? People people were coming in talking about, I don't know who did I whooping to everybody. And I was stopped in right there. I said, like, no, I was not a part and you ain't going to beat me.
0: Yeah, one time I got a whooping for some shit Rodney did. It was so ridiculous, like because it was the kind of shit that I would never do. Like he drew on the wall with some crayons, and I was way past playing with crayons age. And uh, he wouldn't admit to the shit, so we both got hit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I was like, now why are you even hitting me? To teach this nigga to be honest, just whoop him and get, get, get it, get it over with. It. <laughs> it. Anyway, let's get, get into the show, guys. Get
1: over it.
0: We have. Uh, Butterfly in the sky, I can
1: go twice the sky. Take a look, it's in a book, a reading
0: rainbow. Ah. um let's see, uh, more information came out about the Kaepernick, uh, stuff, and okay. this is why I be waiting on shit, because I feel like, listen, yeah, I'd rather be slow to be right than quick and wrong. Um, or quick and right, but for the wrong reasons and shit, <laughs> and all the stuff that was coming out was stuff that you can confirm. So I was like, I can just wait until one of these motherfucking journalizing enterprising ass people look at the facts and just relate the shit to us. Um, the main thing that I was like, really like, okay, cool, I see exactly what's up. Was um, someone finally did. And I just said it yesterday say this is the difference between the waiver kaepernick got and the waiver that the nfl does for regular standard tryouts Mm -hmm. and there was an extra clause in there um that basically said that the work they wanted to make sure the workout did not give the appearance of guaranteeing him a job and in that case he would not be able to sue them for not having said job but the fact that it was not the standard waiver in my opinion completely means the nfl was on some bullshit i don't know how else you can interpret that and i wouldn't have signed anything if i was him and i was his people because if i do get him to sign that and it does fuck up his ability to uh to file another collusion lawsuit or something like that i now have done my client such a huge disservice and everyone will say you played yourself
1: yep he gave that thing to his lawyer they read that and said fuck no
0: yeah so that's not that that shit was not cool at all then the second thing is uh howard bryant um uh went, uh he, he's a journalist who uh who uh covers like sports um and he uh he uh broke down a thread this morning of the timeline of the events right mm-hmm. update spoke with numerous sources today to clarify some points kaepernick's team heard from the nfl on tuesday 11 12 and was told of saturday's workout they weren't given 36 hours to consider the offer they were given two from 11 a.m to 1 p.m take it or leave it right because i heard conflicting things about that like they they had up to 48 hours they had this they had two hours two Kaepernick's team told the nfl there were too many issues to resolve with such short notice and proposed the following tuesday which was also a work day allowing teams top decision makers to attend and buy negotiation more time the nfl said no cap's attorney said if saturday was such a magical day then let's move it to the following saturday right they also said no to that And they left Kaepernick to agree to the trial before Hugh Jackson and Joe Philbin knew they were running it or teams knew a workout was even happening.
1: So they hadn't talked to discuss anything with anybody. This
0: is another reason that I truly do believe that the effort was spearheaded by Roger Goodell and probably Jay-Z from pressure from Jay-Z because that's something that sounds like the NFL office was doing not the nfl teams we're doing correct like we're gonna hold a trial we're gonna get this guy basically his own combine and you guys we will we need to get his commitment first and then we'll we'll work on getting the team's commitment um which also means it was kind of shoddily thrown together my is my assumption number four on Tuesday the NFL PA says it reached out to offer assistance especially on the details of the waiver which eventually doomed the deal a PA source says the Kaepernick team was not particularly receptive but the NFL PA did have a representative at Saturday's workout yeah and I mean to a certain extent I can understand why you don't trust the NFL PA if you're Kaepernick because this is the same weak ass PA that let you get drummed out of the league and never really had any support I still don't understand how this did not just become an issue where they said as a union of players, we are going to hold out or something until this dude gets back in the league. Like we need some type of protest and support. I, I, so many other leagues, I feel like now, I'm not saying back in the day, but so many leagues now, I feel like something like either the more outspoken athletes would say something or. <sighs> I don't know maybe and maybe I'm maybe it's a pipe dream and they wouldn't but it just seemed like like if it was the NBA or something they'd be like nah this ain't right
1: and also uh, I might be wrong but also just the mentality of the NFL it is that fucking shield over everything and once you kind of join <clears throat> join the fraternity it is team over individuals it is any individual fuck it up unless you're certain individuals it becomes a problem. You are, you are the enemy. You know, you're, you're not going along with the, with, with the unit, even though you are doing it for your own individual, um, benefit. And I'll see for their benefit too, because, you know, everybody gets paid more. They don't want to be able to hit that. Like, like, mm-hmm. people have bought into the, the structure of right. that. And once, right. once you have bought into that structure, I don't see anybody buying into that structure supporting because you would actually step outside. And next thing you know, you're over there with him without a job.
0: Yeah. When Le'Veon Bell held out, his teammates made jokes about him and turned on him
1: and went through his locker. Like it was fucked up. I didn't think that was funny at all. It was fucked up the way they did that.
0: Yep. Um and then turn the next year you got other people holding out wanting their money
1: right right because that's the thing nobody cares to this them like 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 it's all cool and ha ha and you're not with the team until it's your time to renew and they blowballing your black ass and then you're like hey doll wouldn't know what's up with this but it was funny when it's somebody else's money
0: number five by prior, by priority the filming was the deal, was a deal breaker for two entities suing each other that was the non-starter a cap attorney told me an independent camera made colin believe it was a show of good faith after years of bad faith nfl sources say workout itself equals good faith so colin Kaepernick and then wanted another camera there from their crew to be like we want all we want to film this ourselves because we don't trust y'all in case y'all chop this up to make us look bad right we can be like no this is what actually happened at the workout mm-hmm. and that was a big that was a big problem because the nfl said no they said it's good faith that we're even offering you a workout
1: right there was they, they like you better be glad we even opened this up for you he's like bitch what
0: right and you're talking about a person you iced out of the league for three years right why the fuck, why the fuck should i feel that i can trust you or grateful for this opportunity that's you owe me grateful this opportunity i have earned this opportunity everyone in the fucking world knows it like was like uh sorry i'm not trying to get mad but it's just it. it, like it's such a ridiculous thing to put somebody through that Mm. you froze out not that chose to hold out and you like you froze me out and now you're like well we don't think i mean why would you want to film it you know why number six to cap's attorney none of the issues were unresolvable and they were convinced the deal would get done the filming issue took precedent over the more more important waiver issue because Kaepernick's team had no intention of signing it as presented i don't know if he was gonna do the workout without signing a waiver or what uh number seven the nfl cap and the nfl conflicted over a key point the post-workout interview if cap said he would continue kneeling would he be protected if his answer prompted no team to sign him? The PA said yes. The NFL PA Players Association, uh, because of a 2019 deal protecting players from reprisal. Eric Reed and Kenny Stills, you know, they still nil and, and, and they have jobs uh number eight caps attorney says no because the waiver forfeited his rights to take action against anything occurring at the workout thus freeing the nfl from a potential second collusion suit the terms were so broad i agree with the tweet it would have been malpractice to sign it um so that was that was they they interpreted that clause of that waiver differently completely so differently. yeah number nine relocation and now i see why they brought their own waiver to be like we'll sign this absolving you of anything if I get hurt or blah 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 but essentially at the end of this press conference when I get asked these questions by the media and I if I if they say hey are you still gonna kneel and I say yes and then I do not hear back from 32 teams I'm gonna be like oh so y'all still colluding against me um you know and I still say I'm not a thousand percent sure that it's collusion I don't think in a team of in a world where 31 rich white men and one rich brown man own all the teams I highly doubt they have to talk to each other to not want Kaepernick on their team but that being said he should still be able to sue to find out um, anyway mm-hmm. uh number nine relocation became a possibility late Friday early Saturday as talks disintegrated caps attorney it looked coordinated but it was because Colin had so much support on the ground here with his know your rights work in Atlanta so I guess they reached out to. Well, I don't want to assume. It's like it just sounds like somehow people got word of where he was gonna be at, and, and, got, and it was open to the public, and they and got they on showed it. Up. Yeah,
1: like he had he had people that was like, okay, got gotcha. you, and if they started no, making phone calls. And
0: just for the record, if nothing fucking else, that in itself should show you why he should be in the league, even if he was sorry as shit. The fact that he motivated people to drive to an unknown destination on an hour and a half notice in fucking atlantic atlanta traffic come on and and people showed up in his jersey and shit you're fucking crazy like it's crazy to not sign him people there are just as many fucking people that want to see him play as the people that fucking boo or whatever and there's a lot more people that honestly don't give a fuck right there's a lot of people that don't even give a fuck they be sitting in that thing like okay
3: I I, was, I I eat a
0: hot dog during the anthem anyway um uh number 10 one source said it was while the fault of the weekend to not get the workout done at the falcons facility was 80 20 the nfl's fault the relationship with cap is scorched earth cap needed to reach out others believe the footage will spur curious GMs coaches to watch um yeah i i mean like i said i and I, and I think a lot of people that are like hashtag team cap have a problem with this logic. And I'm sorry if they do, but he did escalate it as well. It doesn't mean it's the same. Mm-mm. It doesn't mean like, well, both parties are at the same amount of fault. No, the NFL was running a sham workout and he went to the other field and did his thing. But you know, the, the, the shirt, the, the, like, he's he also is saying i'm still you know i'm 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 also saying fuck y'all that don't y'all scared of me and stop you know stop running from me stop running from the people like it, he was escalating it i think like reasonably so because he and, he and i understand exactly why the fuck he would be mad and upset it's been three years like it's not a condemnation of the dude to be like yeah he, they tried to play him he played them back and had the last word what do you want me to say um number 11 next nail nally went on sent all 32 teams the raw footage of the workout with a note offering Colin to speak to any team either by phone or in person nally said they're considering a second workout during the owners meeting at palm beach in march where all 32 owners gms and coaches will be um so yeah i think that was it so yeah and then he went on um uh what's that show first take with steven a smith because after i saw this shit i said okay steven a smith yesterday you're mad you got called a coon by eric reed um you say your sources this that no other okay cool they had howard bryant on the steven a uh on the first take and it wasn't like yesterday where they had max kellerman going up against steven a and uh michael eric dyson who were kind of on the same same team. Mm-hmm. This time, Howard Bryant, very, very calm, very, uh, deferential, but also very stand, stand up. And these are the facts. I did my research. This is what I know. And Stephen A. Smith moved that damn goalpost to, will it, the, will it, the league is so corrupt? Why do you even want to work for him? And that's basically where he, like, because a, <laughs> he could not refute this man's facts but he kept saying like basically everybody got their own set of facts which is his way of saying like i can choose to to i can choose to say what you're saying is bullshit and my sources are telling me the truth and like max kellerman said on the show then maybe your source lied to you maybe they also don't know they lied to you maybe they was told something and it's you know and like, true too. May, like maybe you just got some bad information because Howard did the fucking research Sports Illustrated uh, Pro Football Talk all these people now have copies of the waiver they're putting them online like to me these are the questions I was asking and I asked a lot of questions because I was like "I'm a lot of this is assumption and this is how it looks without knowing all the shit and now we have some definitive answers dog you was wrong You know, and I, I would, instead, you know, he did his grandstanding on like, you know, nobody's blacker than me you know that shit that he does uh you know ask about me i did this terrell owens text me and he said that i'm not uh what he said was like terrell owens said you got some you're on the wrong side of this bro you got some bad information I'm like did terrell tell you to say it to twitter to the world on your national show or was that like in confidence like from a friend trying to help you because he was also on terrell's side when terrell owens was like um i think boycotting the hall of fame or something and he was like, and that was okay because Terrell didn't even want to go to the Hall of Fame when he won his award. He gave a speech at like a local high school or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like he was, and he's saying that's what Kaepernick should be doing: go play in the CFL or whatever. And Terrell always hit him up like, "Don't use me as an example." I don't agree with that. Kaepernick is right; you wrong. You are on the wrong side of this, and you got some bad information. And he was, and he started talking like, <laughs> it was so. It was ask about the the hundreds of thousands of dollars I gave to hbcus huh what about that i'm not black enough i'm like oh god this is turning and not and this like i hate that it happened to him but it could happen to any of us i'm not trying to put myself above anyone else you get called a coon man and it and it when it, when it hit you it's hard to just go back to like most self-respecting black people gonna have a fucking moment with that like you hate to see because I think he don't want to back down because now if I back down on these facts then I'm backing down on me it's like I'm saying okay I'm a coon I carried the league's water that time but I would have had a lot more respect for him this morning if he would have been like, well, I was wrong about that shit. I, I heard this, yeah, this, ma- and yeah, Maybe they did get wrong information because then you actually, you actually, re- you actually
1: relieving yourself of responsibility by saying my sources.
0: Yeah. Like, like I said, I'm not a Stephen A apologist because I have a lot of issues with a lot of shit that he said. We played clips on this show before while I'm like, I don't know what the fuck Stephen A be talking about sometimes. Um, and I try to give him that wide berth of, black people be disagreeing on shit sometimes blah blah, blah. i think i still think the death nail for me is him in that picture with sheriff clark i just can't
1: i didn't know that shit existed
0: yeah i don't know when or where they met but they took a picture together and uh you know smiling for the camera clearly together and i'm sorry man but i can't respect that i mean that dude called black lives matter a terrorist organization that dude had four people killed in his jail under his watch and celebrated it like that you know dude had somebody arrested on a plane because they didn't like him like i don't know man like i just can't see a situation where i run into this dude and be like let's get a selfie together you know and i think part of that is also that pundit mentality those people that do these these tv shows where they talk uh politics on msnbc and shit like it's a game and no matter how representable reprehensible the republican side of that shit is at the end of the day they're all working getting the same check and they love to, to snap pictures together like mm-hmm. look america and I, i'm sorry but not for me dog nah you know so i i just can't i can't see that you know um yeah someone said that's ellen how- palino out round with w i think it's even worse I think it's even worse to be frank um but uh because i think those talking head people say and do a lot worse shit like they like the people that go on fox news and shit are worse fucking people you know and i and i and i'm not i mean it shouldn't be a pissing contest or whatever Mm -hmm. but yeah it's not it's not the office the job those people are terrible people they go on tv and they talk about that shit and then you go kiki with them and dap it up i just can't see it man it's just it's just to me you know um especially if you're gonna under the auspices of don't test my blackness like well nigga we didn't take the picture with that dude like you know that's a bad look steve harvey going to see trump was a bad look it was as much as i go up for the daily show and trevor noah him in that picture with tommy lawrence bad look it's a bad look you know like these motherfuckers are not joking or if they're just pretending then then they're saying things are very dangerous um he also went on to say back to the star i asked the nfl pa source since they are supposed to be working with the league if the nfl had a responsibility to include the pa in the loop on something so high profile they said responsibility is too strong i said courtesy and they said yes better no we didn't get one so they didn't even hit up the nfl pa about this um number two in fact we didn't get a courtesy heads up then and we still haven't received one at the saturday's workout kaepernick agent jeff nally said not one of the 32 teams asked for this this came from the league office uh, so to date, the NFL contacted Kaepernick's team without consulting the NFLPA or its teams. The number of teams with confirmed attendance for the workout was not eight, but seven. San Francisco, Philly, Kansas City, Tennessee, Washington, New Jersey, and Detroit. So, yep. Uh, and like I said, I, it's one of those things where even if he were to get a job out of this process, I just don't know how, uh, i don't think that's gonna change much for people Mm-mm.
1: You know? and, and at the end of the day i know for a lot of people is contingent on him getting a job or not but even if he does most most of them they're not coming back right. most people that are left are not coming back the racist people ain't coming back and the niggas that was mad he ain't got no job they ain't coming back either let me tell you right. why because you fucked around and got free time oh my gosh my sundays are free now i can do other shit i don't have to uh, you know my mondays are free my thursday nights is yeah. free you know a lot of them probably stop doing fantasy football and shit like that and once you get that free time and you start doing other shit you're not gonna want to get that back up give it well, up
0: yeah yeah possibly possibly i think i think the difference would be if somehow kaepernick had a nationally televised game or something but since it's not like the nba and i don't think they would just flip something like that on the fly in the nfl the tv schedule stuff but that would be the only way i could see people being like oh i'm sitting down and watching this like even people that said i quit the nfl not forever but just just for that game right, right right just to come back for that game um Oh yeah, and someone brought up in the chat, yeah, Trevor Noah was, he wasn't posted up for a picture. He basically got snapped taking a picture. Um, and I understood his argument. I mean, he, he really felt like her coming on the show and having his, the people at the Daily Show's audience threatening her online and all that shit was fucked up. And he wanted to be like, look guys, we can disagree without having to take it there. And I completely understand that sentiment. He's also, you know, quote unquote, new to America at that time and all that shit i still think the idea of having her on your platform and then kind of coddling coddling her in the aftermath while very sweet very nice i think is also just bad optics like it looks bad no matter what you say because it's tommy lauren who calls black lives Matter terrorists It's, it's not a way around that no matter how good a person you are it's gonna be a bad look because you're not it's like sitting with a person that advocates for hitler and you sitting right there you know what i mean like hey guys we don't have to say we will rape the person that advocates for hitler it's like yeah then don't have him on the show and also like we know that's that's wrong you're right i don't know what percentage of people did that you sitting and 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 like consoling her to make it better or whatever doesn't necessarily um change the fact that she's gonna go right back to what she does you know candace owens you know these people i just don't see how people kick it with them um like that It's just, i mean not my you know maybe if i got uh we had a tv show and someone was booking our guests and we didn't have a choice or something i i would understand but it seemed like a lot of people be having control over this shit and they decide to do it anyway agreed all right news 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 guys news 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 let's see what we can get into um Oh, Amanda Seals and um Sean King got into it on uh on Twitter um over this movement for uh Rodney Reed, who's a black man who's on death row. Okay. And people think he's um it's possible there's reasonable doubt that he did not commit the crime that he is on death row with the death penalty for. Okay um but then amanda seals supposedly allegedly found out information that he's been accused of other crimes uh sexual crimes towards women and stuff some of her information was wrong as well where she was saying like he murdered another woman and all this other stuff um and then sean king hopped in to correct her on twitter um and so you know everybody was (laughs)
3: Spider Man does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size. Can't you see? Just like guys. Look
0: out. Here comes the Spider Man. Um, so people was having a rough time with this one. Right? Because it's two motherfuckers that people don't really fuck with and that Mm -hmm. oftentimes can go, can be wrong and overzealous. Um, i took a completely different message from it but we'll get into that uh so somebody for the Grio road lately it's felt like the whole country has come together in support of death row inmate rodney reed who is currently serving time for the murder of 19 year old stacy stites um Civil rights activist Sean King launched a petition on his behalf that garnered more than 2 million signatures, while celebrities like Oprah, Beyonce, and Kim Kardashian have all joined the chorus of those pleading to Governor Greg Abbott not to kill a man who they believe is innocent of the crime which he's been convicted. Initially, this seemed like a killer case of the justice system getting it wrong and then being called out by those committed to using their platforms to create awareness. So imagine my surprise Sunday evening when I scrolled through my Instagram feed to come across a lengthy video by Amanda seals declaring that she was feeling remorse for supporting Reed. And Given the side out of those in charge of his messaging, uh, in an IGTV video called "What I Wish I Knew Before Rallying for Riley, Rodney Reed," the actress writes in her caption: "In this era of ad water activism, it is very easy to fall for mass movements in directions of both cancellation and/or exoneration. I apologize for my error in rushing to the aid of this cause without knowledge of the full scope. I will be more mindful in the future. Be wary. Be watchful. Be wise. These are unseemly times." uh then in a nine minute clip which i won't be playing nine minutes good god she calls out those leading the charge and reads case for lies of omission that paint a skewed picture of a man who is not the sympathetic character we've all been led to believe he was the campaign to state the execution of Rodney Reed and exonerate him was launched by supporters of Rodney Reed who believe him to be innocent of the murder of Stacey Stites Sales begins this I'm going to call it propaganda though was presented to people like you and me with a very decisive clear cut intention to not include the entire bigger picture of Rodney Reed as he presents as a criminal and a danger to women now this intro is important because it weaponizes two phrases that all advocates and activists respond to strongly which are propaganda and danger to women once I heard those words I sat up in attention and resolved myself to hear her out it feels very duplicitous um, that those who were pushing for this not just his family but individuals who fancy themselves activists were doing so while the knowledge that this person Rodney Reed is not just accused of but has been linked to several to previous rapes via his DNA being discovered within the victim he has been id by a woman who escaped him she continued so you're asking yourselves well why wasn't he convicted of those well three of the cases did not go to trial because he had already been convicted of capital punishment so essentially he was already on death row so they didn't bother to try these other cases now i don't know if you're like me i'm like well why does because he's on death row mean that other cases didn't deserve justice that is another mystery for our justice system Sills then goes on to the list how Reed has been accused of raping women in the past, one of which was a twelve year old girl and how that alarm that how what alarms her most is his supporters, thought that this was not pertinent information that need to be included in that assertion to the masses that we should rally behind this person. These are not things that I feel like you can overlook; There are people who push this cause in front of people like you and me, and now I feel like a dick because I also carry this narrative through thinking that i had done research when really i had simply just been presented with very skewed propaganda the video ends with her stating i wholly regret lending my name in the defense of this man's freedom from the death penalty and imploring people to be mindful about who they trust uh, what she got right now I'm aware that Amanda Seals is suffering the fall from grace recently and is just barely coming out of public backlash in one piece in a recent interview with her friends over at the breakfast club she even touched on how emotionally taxing this band to be condemned in the court of public opinion but even if you don't care for her personally we, we all have to admit she's an intelligent woman who seems to pride herself on being an advocate for black people So for her, do we? So for her, stick her neck out and go against the grain like this, I felt it at least warranted me looking into her allegations since the caption of the video ended with links to everything I referenced on my IG story and available online. It was easy to go directly to the sources who who had her sew up in arms the first video was a youtube video which i have to admit was a compelling opus against reed and those who believe in his innocence like Sills recounted he did in fact get accused of assaulting other women including a minor and watching one of his alleged victims speak about the day he tried to rape her and the similarities between her case and that of sites felt very damning By the end of the clip and i after checking the facts presented i walked away thinking i could see why amanda seals feels like this man may be a danger to women but here's the thing y'all at the very least there are often three sides to a story yours theirs and the objective truth so instead of letting one 14 minute video convince me of a black man's guilt i did what i fear seals didn't do i actually kept digging all right what she missed and you imagine if you were witnessing a high stakes court case where the prosecution went up, presented their side and then the jury was asked to come to a verdict without hearing what the defense uh had to say. Well that's what it appears happened at the sales watch and read those pieces against Reed because without within just a half hour of seeing her side, I was able to quickly uh quite easily come back and see why he still received and objectively deserved so much support in the specific case in which he was convicted. Um, first off let's start with the fact that the entire case against reed is based on two things a timeline provided by stacy stites police officer boyfriend jimmy finnell who a lot of people believe to be the actual killer and the semen found on stacy stites that belonged to reed now reed may be no boy scout but to be clear neither was jimmy Fennel. what fennell was though was a hot hothead policeman who in 2007 was convicted of kidnapping and sexual misconduct against a woman who was in his custody from the jump fennell's actions alone paint a picture of a crooked cop who was emboldened to let another man get framed for a crime he may have committed yeah uh I, yeah we'll see about this because I, I mean i'm not saying this is or is not true but it's kind of that thing where it's like it isn't it doesn't necessarily exonerate read mm-hmm. but people are saying I think he did get a stay of execution for them to like 3 months or something to look into it I can't remember the exact number of days but I don't know anyway first of all does the timeline with the DA present uh, the the uh does the timeline that the pre DA presents prove Fennel couldn't have done it well that's been disputed by medical experts who say stites was most likely killed nine hours earlier than originally believed meaning fennel had ample time to kill his fiance. not to mention a witness came forward and said fennel once told him that if he ever caught his girl cheating on him he'd strangled her with a belt which just happens to be the what happened to the victim add to that that other compelling evidence like how despite the fact that the couple's apartment was the last place she was seen alive fennel's law enforcement friends completely neglected to search the home for evidence speaking of law enforcement it turns out that several other cops have had suspicions about fennel's guilt as well and this is part the part where i encourage you all to take out your pens and look up every single name i bring up first of all officer joe bryant who wasn't officially on the Reed case but had suspicions about the killer that led him to look into his own soon after his independent probe began though bryant was randomly killed by a mexican migrant worker uh his wife mary marie bryant came forward to say that before her husband passed he told her that his investigation led him to believe fennel was a killer and maria said she wasn't surprised then there's officer ed salmella who was one of the first people at the scene of the crime just four months after he became involved with the case he was found dead from what appeared to be a self-inflicted gunshot wound there's a problem with that determination so mella was shot from his left hand even though he's actually right-handed which is hella suspicious given people attempt to suicide almost always shoot themselves their dominant hand however his brother scott samella says despite being right-handed only shooting with his right hand ed often shook hands with his left hand which means if someone who knew him in passing like a fellow officer was attempting to stage a suicide they might mistake this handshake for indication that okay this is a lot of a lot of conspiracy thought you know what i mean like and i think this is, this is kind of what one of the reasons i have really found it hard to uh listen to what was that show it was a podcast you guys know what i'm talking about where uh, it, cereal yes yeah, cereal where it was like everything it's like we will examine every conspiracy that adnan didn't do it and we'll just kind of go poo-poo on all the evidence that he could have done it. We'll be like, eh,
1: presenting all the who facts. doesn't
0: write a letter that says I'll kill my girlfriend? uh and Who among it, us? Like, who hasn't done that? We all were seventeen once, you know. Like, where it's like, I I'm not saying that he definitely did it, but y'all definitely make want me to think he didn't do it. Like, and I understand how this product works,
1: and they also can have a man that did crimes in jail for shit that you know he did on top of this like he Mm could have did other shit in this too
0: right scott also points out that ed was a notorious neat freak yet when they went to his apartment it had been ransacked his guns computers and hard drives all gone if someone was attempting to frame him for suicide and taking any incriminating evidence he had with them and let's not forget the unidentified officer who on the day of stite's funeral heard fennel whisper to her dead body you got what you deserve the unidentified officer okay or the inmate who served time with fennel during this kidnapping sentence who says he flat out confessed to murder to him a convicted crooked cop with a history of sexual misconduct who people have heard verbally admit to the crime who threatened his to his girlfriend if she cheated on him sounds like enough reasonable doubt to warrant a new trial fam um uh especially when the black man who she allegedly was having an aforementioned affair with is now sitting on death row. what what um evidence do they have it was an affair though i wonder
1: mm, i i don't know
0: like I uh, i don't know because if this semen was found on other people that claimed they were raped and then semen was found on this woman and then you go know, well they were just having consensual uh, like what i wonder what they got from that like where that came from that it's like it's just an affair this video is a single moment no, no, no. okay um What well we can all learn i suspect what happened here is amanda seals found out rodney reed wasn't a saint and may have been guilty of sexual misconduct in his past and then immediately lost all ability to root for his civil rights after that what she had was an understandable emotional reaction but emotional facts are two very different things and luckily for us the system is supposed to acknowledge that how many times has an unarmed black person been killed by police? And the first thing we do is read off the highlight reel of all their accomplishments. We st- we state that they were class valedictorians, blah You know, I get talking about respectability shit that people mm-hmm. that people do. Right. Um, hmm. Was Rodney Reed a potential serial offender offender in a former life, possibly? that would be up to for a court to decide based on evidence but if dylan roof can shoot up all those innocent people at mother emmanuel and still get lunch at burger king on his way to a fair trial at the very least rodney reed, reed deserved the same i i don't know about that but okay you know what i mean like this thing where it's like white men get white privilege and often do not get any level of real justice and like real like consequences I don't know that that's while I don't think the system should be as vindictive as it is against black people and stuff I don't know that the way we treat white people is the correct answer to this shit either right that's kind of a that's kind of a stretch you know yeah. dylan Roof still on death row because he did it so right you know they still ended up on the same place a justice oh, never oh, mm-hmm. oh you oh you still reading go ahead no no did you want to say something oh you want you wanted to just sum it up oh all right hold on let me see how much more uh a justice that requires purity as a prerequisite for someone's humanity to be honored isn't just at all isn't just at all ironically the counterpoints presented by Sills in her scathing video this weekend just made me even more aware why messy cases like this one are exactly the ones we need to be examining in order to create the prison reform that we say we need if you only root for a certain type of black person you aren't rooting for freedom you're perpetuating tokenism all rodney reeds for supporters are asking this for the brother to get a fair trial where all the evidence is presented how can anyone deny the merit in that that's not propaganda that's supposed to be the law all right uh can that was it
1: oh i about to say that was long for no reason Oh okay, all right. Um, and and mm-mm. it's like so. So this is a person's piece. Like they just was just going and just finding stuff. Just just like Amanda was. So this this was their quote unquote counter argument to her point. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Like I like well I think this is what I was gonna say. So prison reform and prison abolition is actual tough work yes um and people that work in that industry for real for real not just tweeting shit online right but that really go and work with inmates that deal with reform in in prison who will deal prison abolitionists even there's a big contingent of them online who talk a good game because it's good theoretical exercise they hop online they can do purity policing they can shame everybody that's against the the idea and they can call everyone vindictive and all this shit but when you bring up certain stuff they don't have an answer for it so what they did in this case is a lot of them hid this dude's past because they don't have an answer for these questions well if this guy is a serial predator of women are you saying he just gets to go back on the street that's it because we don't have a place to put him and there is no penalty that you feel can justly encapsulate what should happen to a black man in his system so does he just get to continue raping ad infinitum like we just got to sit back and let it happen and this is just the cost of a better system where no one goes to jail like what are your solutions to this what shit are your solutions and they don't like answering that question the reason they don't really have to answer that question is because we're not ever going to get there mm-hmm you know not in my lifetime. We're never gonna get there with the most incarcerated system uh in a, in the world. Uh is definitely a form of slavery. It's definitely targeted at black people. So they just ride out those notions, but the ugliness of the of these circ, of these circumstances, they like to gloss over. It's why I make fun of that shit. Because I'm not picking on the idea. I think I'm very close to Prison abolition prison reformist, like with my politics and my belief system, but I also recognize when somebody online is saying something stupid, and so I make jokes of the stupid shit. It's like when people used to be they don't do it as much, but they used to two three years ago when there was uh Bernie Sanders black people would start taking on these socialist ideals online. But it turned out to just be petty shit about people they don't like and shit. Like it, like right. it, like it. It wasn't actual socialism. It was purity Twitter shit where you get to shit on people, not try to spread some message or some word, and get to be like I'm smarter than you. But it's not an actual. You're not actually trying to start a cause. You're not even starting organizations. Right. Like you're just talking. You're not even trying to educate people on the shit. Nope. Um. So with uh, prison abolitionists though. Um, and death penalty abolitionists they just don't believe in the death penalty for anybody and what they have to what, what happens is when these celebrities join in these twitter accounts join in these social media people that have like followings join in people are such fucking sheep they go hashtag free rodney reed exonerate this innocent black man blah blah, blah. they don't do no fucking research they're not Mm-mm. reading a goddamn article no. what his charges are Mm-mm. the trial the case they don't care and if you present the other side they just gonna you coon ass sell out or yeah, not- white propaganda or something like we have the people are so polarized and divided now and there's no nuance on social media no so you can just do the like all good or all bad and if someone presents something to you as all good motherfuckers just be like cool all good right that's the end of it but let's talk about what social media is you can't be a prison abolitionist you can't be a death penalty abolitionist if you're like these niggas on twitter who dig up old tweets from celebrities or someone they don't like from seven years ago and demand that the motherfucker like be canceled or apologize or not supported or treat them as if they said the shit yesterday or then don't believe any apologies these people are not forgiving people nope at their core they give the social death penalty to everybody everybody any celebrity that's ever done any fucking thing they don't like that you do not have a heart to forgive you do not have a heart to, for justice you don't have a heart to let people back into society
1: right because the whole point is to let and you know because when you actually get down to it uh a lot of people go okay you've lock, been locked up and you serve your time you need to be able to be integrated back into society
0: i can make uh and the thing is this shit is ugly right so so like perfect example how many people mock Nicki Minaj for who she met, got married to? Mm-hmm. Cause a fucking former criminal, right? Right. And reprehensible crimes. Same people talking about prison abolition, uh, death penalty abolishment, uh, t- ban the box, all this shit. That woman chose her personal life to date this man who she feels either reformed or, or there's more to the story, blah, blah, blah. What she decided to do that we don't control her vagina or her body or her decision making Mm -hmm. people roast that woman on the fucking daily now i'm not saying it's not it's not escalated by her we all know how she gets down right a lot of it's because of how she gets down too Mm -hmm. but the point is we don't root for former felons and shit unless we decide
1: unless we decide there's
0: certain crimes we decide are okay and certain ones that aren't these are the realities that people don't want to confront so when you say something like you're a prison abolitionist you can't be a prison abolitionist part-time you can't be like okay some criminal abolition like either you believe it or you don't
1: kind of criminal on, on twitter right.
0: on twitter either you believe it or you don't right in real life i know people who work in that field they not telling you they're not selling you a pipe dream right they'll tell you straight up look it's some people in this society i don't know how we get them back in we ain't there yet and what i do hope for is more humane conditions in prisons where they gotta be like, that's real
1: some niggas just gonna be locked up but but at least you
0: you know it's gonna be better conditions because this theory online is real people's lives when you meet people face to face right so that's real you know so um for example um in in this guy's case he may be an actual rapist people keep well he's no saint nigga you're downplaying it any other time someone does anything to a woman let it be the me too movement you don't want that nigga to work again you want him in jail you want him under the jail let it be r kelly we are not advocating for this nigga to be walking around free Mm -mm. if you don't accept that duality that reality then you're not really about that work. So what happened is people discovered what was being hidden from them. Why were these things hidden from them? Because the people that started this shit were in the online space of social media where purity reigns. So they had to present to you a man that you mostly could not know shit about because that's the only way you would support it. If they said, hey, guys, this guy who may be a serial rapist is on uh death row for a crime that we're not sure he got a fair trial for we just would like to see him get a fair trial people would have said i'm not fucking helping you he's a rapist
1: and that's as far as it's gonna go for most people
0: the same people who could claim i don't why we always got to say this black man was in church and why we got to say this black man got straight a's when the cops killed him it shouldn't matter it does matter It matters to you actually it matters to you because most people are never reaching that plane of consciousness where you really don't give a fuck about the extenuated circumstances you say it's about the principle of this shit most of us are never getting there Mm -mm. most of us are gonna be like nope that shit's a little too heinous for your boy dog good luck with your with your trial that's where most people are gonna get you know i'm not saying they're I'm not saying they're wrong I'm saying it's just a hypocrisy that exists in everybody just everybody about. you know and that's why I try not to advocate for shit that I know I can't support so I don't say shit like I'm against it definitely cause Dylan Roof exists and if they fry his ass I'm gonna be like good why would I lie to you like that at least you know I'm honest that's true these other niggas will lie to you you know I when I see Amber Geiger gets 10 years I'm like huh that's not that much time for killing a black person just chilling in their fucking house. Mm-mm. That's really not that much time. So can I really be like well you know I'm for prison reform. I'm for prison reform for certain motherfuckers to be frank. Certain kind of crimes. And the sad part is if you truly want to be about prison abolition and you most people have been sold and this is because it's the most palpable, feasible and um the one that people find the most acceptable. They've been sold this this kind of nonviolent drug offenders. How many times you heard that? Mm -hmm. Mm Nonviolent offenders. If we could fit if we could free the nonviolent offenders, they should be able to be back on the streets. They're non violent offenders. Number one, do you know how many people are non violent offenders? But also you have to kind of be violent when you're in prison. You had to kinda of be violent in some of these situations where you're selling drugs. You had to kinda of be violent because of what the other non violent offense is. So yeah, I sold drugs and I had a gun on me. Guess what that counts as? Yeah, that's a violent offense. I didn't have to kill nobody, I didn't have to shoot the gun. Having the gun can be considered a violent offense. Um another thing is if we freed all the non violent offenders, it would be a drop in the fucking bucket. That is not representative of even close to the majority of people in prison. So while we've been sold that, we've been sold that because it's all our fucking puritanical minds can take. That's not actually, a, 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 that's not going to solve the problem. Mm-hmm. It won't abolish prisons either. Oh no. So we have cases that we feel this way about. We have people that we feel this way about. Many of us feel differently about Sentoria Brown then we feel about um you know uh amber geiger I agree like right like we like these things are circumstantial situational and i think celebrities and social justice activists on twitter and shit saying the right hashtag gets a lot of people to go oh i'll just retweet that mm, right oh so and so circulates a petition i'll sign that no problem but that is not really their politics they're signing it because of the social part of social media, to be part of the crowd. But and you know it's not their politics because the second you found out this dude was a rapist, you was like, mm, nope, no, 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 no. My bad, I didn't know what I was dipping my toe into. Right? Don't research just the topic. Research yourself because either you're against a death penalty like that, or you're not really against it like that. You know, like if you say I'm a death penalty abolitionist, a prison abolitionist, you're either that or you're not. You can't be that sometimes. That's just how it goes so stop calling yourself shit you're not doing you just doing it because it's the way the same way every account was a fucking socialist uh three years ago and now bernie's not in the lead no more it's like i i mean socialism is cool but
1: it's okay it's all know, right
0: you know but i'm not looking online to argue with niggas about socialism anymore like that's not the wave no more you know it's not social media uh anymore so yeah man i just thought that that was a very that conversation encapsulated a lot of stuff about um social media and prison reform and social justice and shit and how it's a lot of it's just a function of click retweet like favorite oh yeah oh yeah sign this petition
1: like you said that that's the social part of social media and once you wrap your mind around that you can almost predict trends you can almost like when something happens you you can almost predict the cycle of what's going to happen and who's going to be on what side like once you understand that concept it makes social media so much easier to navigate
0: and then locking up our own man what of the things you got to realize black people are the hardest on black people in the criminal justice system yes like we like to outsource that to whiteness and white supremacy and the white justice and i'm not saying white supremacy and all this shit don't have nothing to do with it but i'm just saying we like to outsource that as if we just somehow innocent victims of this we are also conditioned and believe in less forgiveness for each other
1: yeah we've also bought into the system too yeah you know uh, a lot of people go fuck the police but goddamn my house getting broken into who i'm calling the motherfucking police
0: locking up our own looks at washington dc black ass black ass black ass black ass ass city chocolate city with black people at every major decision making level of the of the local populace yeah
1: some of the black people conservative as hell yeah black people are very conservative it's us too totality yes
0: it's us too you know so and then when you throw in um the way the gender works on social media and the way people are so divided dog you know as soon as you find out crimes against women it's back to black men are trash for this dude cause is over you know i remember when it was alton sterling
2: mm, grand, and they, yeah and
0: opening grand closing he had a statutory rape in his past it was like take his ass off the st- this t-shirt i ain't marching you know like the shit is more complicated than that and i the same way i don't really i to be frank i don't really begr- begrudge amanda seals for this Mm-mm. you know because maybe this ain't her passion this ain't her lane maybe she shouldn't have been over there and that's the lesson she learned today was i don't really feel all these fluffy feelings about getting this dude out when i realize there's other things he's done and that's understandable that's realer than most of these motherfuckers being they just went quiet on the shit they feel exactly like she do but they just stopped talking about it
1: Mm -hmm. tweeted through it somebody calling them out about it right now and they
0: block mutant keeping it trucking sadly man uh when i saw this shit being talked about i honestly said um that's not gonna end well and just stopped this was over a week or two ago i was like nah that's not gonna end well because these niggas are not who they say they are they are not about that life they're not gonna say and when you go well he's there's some other crimes he may have done they're not gonna just go, and I said I'm against the death penalty, nigga. I don't, I'm not saying he's a blah, blah, blah. They're, most of them are gonna be like, ooh, wait, what? Like, most of these niggas mad at Lizzo over that fucking tweet about, uh, Uber Eats. You know what I mean? Like, this is not, uh, these are petty people. <laughs> petty people are not good at, at, at that type of consistency. The shit, the whims move too fast. Uh, speaking of death penalty, man, I still remember this, uh, this it's too much
2: crime bro. one of the reasons they have all this crime because they got no death penalty what they say about California say, well one of the reasons we don't have any uh, death penalty because we can't find anybody to pull a switch she <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> it just ain't re- actually the right motherfucker because i pull it I wouldn't even take no lunch out two motherfuckers at a time gotta go gotta go Damn. put your big ass on, I'm serious well I, 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 I everything death Nigga, run a stop like that. I ain't gonna do it no more. I know you ain't gonna do it no more. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> huh, gotta go, gotta go. I'm serious about that, man. It be just like Pakistan. You know how to do it in Pakistan? You still something someone to do. Cut off your hand, don't you? Judge don't want to hear shit. Just show him the hand you stole it with. Gotta be going, hey, be giving fire. How you doing, home? Yeah, caught you last week. Okay, cop me, lad, we chopped my shit off. I can't even hold my dick, man. Gotta go, gotta go. Shit. It's fucked up some of these laws. Somebody can steal your car and get out of jail before you get another one. Fucked up. Your ass be at the bus stop, this motherfucker ride. (laughs) Where you going? In my car. (laughs) I know y'all read in the paper where this man broke in these people's house that fell asleep in it. Talking about he tired. I would have woke his ass up with a thirty. Get your ass up. Gotta go. Gotta go. He's <laughs> too lenient with him, man. I don't hear nothing, man. Fuck him. No. I, I don't hear. it. Go. I. Serious. Just fuck him. Public hangings. Why was it be out there? What your uncle doing up there? Oh, he's trying to steal something. I guess he's hanging around. <laughs> Fucked up, man. I wouldn't give him no, you know, I'm death trying to straight electricity. Oh, I wouldn't give him no gas. If be trying to hold his breath, Oh man, yeah, they give us gas. We just hold our breath. You know. and <laughs> that. Straight electricity. I'm serious, man. sit up. Come on, sit up. <clears throat> God, that is that fucking lethal injection. That lethal injection, motherfucker. Maybe strap down, No Man, if I was president, I give all the police a silence. Put on the gun. Oh no. Come walk around. Yeah, crip here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fuck yo. yeah. <laughs> Gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> we don't die, we multiply. Sheesh. <laughs> no funeral. There's a big ass hole. Dump that muck ass in. <laughs> I looked at it the paper the other day. Man, hungry. Rob Winchester's doing a Got away with six jelly glazed donuts. <laughs> <Talk about laughs> Holy, come in and said, "What happened? We got robbed." Oh, bitch, I know you got robbed. What would he take? Six jelly glaze (laughs) donuts. Police say, like them there? Yeah. (laughs) Give me six of them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, fuck up. (laughs) All law enforcement ought to have a damn gun. Ought to have a gun. Went to one mall, I saw a damn uh, security guard with house shoes on. (laughs) Flashlight and house shoes. What the fuck he gonna do? I can see little a, arresting some crips now. Come on, come on out of there. Come on out of there. You know I see you. Come on, come on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. oh man, rest in peace of Robert Harris, but.
4: Right.
0: Yeah man, but <laughs> black people not necessarily as welcome <laughs> to this death family shit as people think, man. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of that Twitter shit, but uh. Whew. Oh man, that was, that was my man. What else happened uh Jada the smith says ti gonna be on the red table talk she know how to get him don't she that woman can book a guest no wonder he ain't said shit He been over there being quiet trying to get on there i saw people on well on twitter being like shitting on this but uh red table talk a good show i don't care what they say
1: and you know what it really is i god i just wish they were making a podcast
0: Mm mm-hmm yeah i love that show so i want to see it because they'll confront him and they won't do it in twitter fashion of screaming over him other people say i wish we had a table of prominent men that could hold him accountable and i because women need to not do this work and i i I agree except that table don't exist so where the fuck are you gonna get these prominent woke men that can sit t.i down and school him on misogyny where where do these niggas live where do they exist point me in the right direction because I don't know what black men are doing that type of work within blackness and checking each other it ain't it don't really seem like there's a lot of people of prominent stature that especially black men that have any fucking like feminist or womanist leanings or wherewithal to even appreciate that kind of shit like black men for the most part spend time arguing with feminists and shit. Like, ain't exactly like I can't think of one. DL Hewley ain't doing it. Uh Charlemagne in the rain doing it. Um Joe Budden ain't doing it. Like who can check T I like that? That's not happening. So it's gonna whoever's gonna be inclined to check him on that and have a at least a background where they can check him on that is going to probably be a woman. I can't even think of, <laughs> I wish I could think of some dude, but it was motherfuckers patting themselves on the back about it or they'd just be like, it's whack and leave it at that. But, you know, people that he would respect within the industry, I don't see that happening. Mm-mm. Like Jada Pinkett Smith, a name. The red table is a name. Right. You know, so I don't, I don't know that there's a, uh, black men that even fucking discuss shit like this in that type of way and i don't think there's a lot of want for black men to do that kind of shit and also that's a very tight rope for a lot of black men to walk because you're gonna have the eyes of a lot of black women on you that are gonna disagree and be pretty passionate about it right because
1: you're talking about shit that women have experienced and you have not experienced
0: right so you know maybe jada and her you know and uh and and her daughter and her mom and her mom maybe that's a great place for him to sit down and one of the things i liked about it is i'm sure they will bring him up on it i'm sure they'll confront him on it but it doesn't have to become a yelling contest it doesn't have to become them trying to admonish him for twitter likes which is how people on twitter like shit because people on twitter are always like no don't bring him on don't give him no more Da da da. And it's like y'all don't understand He's not learning a lesson and y'all don't want him to learn a lesson because y'all want to stay in the same place so you can keep bloviating. He, if the, if, if their goal is to educate not just him, but a whole bunch of other people through him. Right. You're going to have to confront that ignorance to his face in that way. You know, like that's something that their platform is very good at. Um, as far as bringing people up there talking about their issues and, Making them feel heard and seen, but also being like, well, let's push back a little bit on this. It won't be the confrontational shit that people want to see on Twitter, so hey, don't watch it then. Right, it
1: ain't gonna be no bloodbath, no fight, you know. That's that's not what you're gonna get.
0: Yeah, I'm actually low-key kinda glad that he didn't do the opposite, which is go on a press tour of breakfast club uh joe Budden podcast and stuff where it would have been a whole lot of people laughing and agreeing and high-fiving or at least being like you crazy dog but for the most part not really checking him on it right like because he could have done that you know he could be talking to killer mike right now on somebody like ain't nobody gonna stop him he's still t.i like he's somebody he right. a lot of these people gonna be scared even if they did disagree they'd be a little bit scared to say something about it so <clears throat> Anyway, um... Good luck. Uh, I hope, I will be tuning in and I hope it's good, you know? Um... And it is funny how people turn on that shit so fast. Oh, God. It's so funny, because I remember when it was... Thank God for the the red table and jo- interviewing Jordan, um... The girl from the Kardashians. Yep. Thank God for black women supporting each other, and then the second that they take a risk or do something that is... That, what a terrible idea. Like they do a lot of good work on there um especially with willow um uh, being there at the table i love it that. makes a big difference when they talk about like sex and they talk about relationships and stuff i love that willow's there for that shit because people don't really think about ki- the, the the kids and the younger generation needing to be in the room because these yes. things are happening motherfuckers watch euphoria and go man it's wild with these kids out here doing and then be like why they let Willow in on the conversation? Cause these kids are already doing this shit. You either have your kid talking to you about these things, talking with you about these things, they talking to somebody else. Right? Cause they, yeah, if they ain't talking to you, they talking to somebody. I love them. They do great work. Um, Ari Lennox branded entitled by fans after she complains about losing the Soul Train Award to Lizzo. Ari Lennox took to Twitter at the Soul Train Awards on November 17 to express her disappointment about her album Shea Butter Baby losing the Album of the Year Award and clap back at critics. I don't know who this is. Uh she's a black woman singer. Um uh I'm not a huge fan of hers. Uh and I I'm not saying that in the, the shady way of, right of I'm not a yeah, fan of her. I've never heard I, of music when I'm saying either. I don't like somebody. No, I just haven't really sat down and listened to it uh yet. <clears throat> but um yeah, she got uh like she she got a good following on 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 black black people Twitter, you know.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, cuz there's a lot of people that there's somebody and I'm like, "Who?"
0: Because you know yeah. me. Um, but, uh, you know, Lizzo, people are saying she's more pop than, than soul, or, and so she shouldn't be winning an award at the Soul Train Awards, which is weird, because Soul Train Award doesn't reward just soul music. mm It's just called the Soul Train Awards, it's not really for soul music. Uh,. But it was nominated for the prestigious honor alongside big names like Lizzo, Chris Brown, Khalid, uh, Ella Mae, and her. But when Lizzo's album, Because I Love You, ultimately won the trophy, she made it known how she, that she felt snubbed. <clears throat> it was not just an award. It wasn't any award show. It was the Soul Train Awards. As you can see, I'm a big fan of soul music and huge fan of Soul Train's history. One of Ari's many tweets read, being snubbed was something I always expected and was definitely prepared for, just not by them my intent was to never shade other nominees i'm hurt and i don't f- expect soulless haters to understand that every time i wrap my mind around it i just can't accept it feels like a breakup i made a soulful album i never ran from who i am i just expected that one platform to understand that her tweets were posted and got the attention of many twitter users it didn't take long for them to start calling her out for complaining Ari right, Lennox has been entitled, you felt you earned an award and it went to someone else. Look at how many artists who've been in the game 20 plus years and never received certain awards. Brian Knight holds the record for most Grammy nominations ever without a single win. Ari right, Lennox got her first real taste of mainstream relevance and now she believes she deserves all the recognition in the world. Y'all caused this <clears throat> when y'all made her, made all her Instagram live stories go viral. Now she feels entitled, read another. Uh, Ari was quick to respond to critics with an explanation why she felt she felt the way she did dear fake fans please unfollow i'm not entitled i'm hurt there's deeper things i would love to say but i just can't <clears throat> it's not entitlement it's blatant disrespect Alright, you also seem to indicate that she felt her loss to the award because she's not cool enough it's clear i'm not cool enough not trendy enough and i don't care to be i don't strive for that i'm not going to chase this shit ever again no more fake shit on my part another one of our tweets raised in addition to critics responding to our tweets supporters shared tweets from, artists, from the artists you are genuine uh that's what people need you make necessary music with this world uh in the state of sin you allow people to escape one follower responded <clears throat> Ari Linux definitely should have won album of the year over Lizzo Lizzo got the one song Ari has consecutive hit after hit that's not true as far as Lizzo only having the one song Lizzo uh Lizzo, Lizzo's album was on, on, on the charts. Like, her songs was all on the charts, too. Mm-hmm. Lizzo has yet to respond to Ari's disappointment by the loss, but we'll be on the lookout. Da, da, da. Yeah. All I know is Lizzo, uh, is kind of a sensitive person online as well. Uh, Ari, um, seemed like she had a very sensitive moment and shared a bunch of shit that she probably should have not shared with the world because Twitter is not your friends. Mm-mm like when once you
1: share it people have the right to voice their opinion about it it's
0: a tough fucking lesson but like that should be a text that should be uh group me uh the whatever like the dm but you can't share shit like that with no consequences that's like at 28 or whatever it is what it is dog like now you got to get fried for it what i thought was interesting were the people that attacked lizzo out of all this, because I thought it when the Uber East thing happened. But I wasn't 100% sure what it was. But now that they did it over this, where Lizzo really was minding her fucking business and didn't say shit bad about nobody, and they still was coming for her neck and calling her music for white people and shit. Yeah, somehow black people invented pop and rock and roll, but if you win an award in those lanes, uh, you do shit for white people. Okay. Um. Right, because it wasn't your fave. All of a sudden, yeah, yeah. white people. To yeah. Okay. And, and and you know and to be fair, I used to feel, and I I actually came on this show and actually apologized about it. Not I don't even know too, but just talked about how ridiculous I was. But I definitely used to feel that way about rock music. And I did more research and shit. And was like, wait, we invented that shit. Why do I think that's white people shit? That's me giving up space that I don't have to give up. That's me giving up ground for something that is black. calling it white giving them credit for some shit same thing with jazz you know oh that's white people music what how um that's uh, ignorance on my part taking it out on some other people Mm. so I think that's where a lot of people are where they're being ignorant right now um but I thought that the reaction to Lizzo's Uber Eats thing was a bit over the top when it happened where it's like yeah it's fucked up yeah, she apologized. She shouldn't have did that. Blah, blah, blah. But there was this kind of like vitriol that came at her. Well, I was like, damn, I thought y'all liked her. You know, hey, she's body positivity. She's twerking with the, she's got a flute. She's talented. She you know can sing. You can only go but so high, baby. Everybody, every, all these motherfuckers are propped up for the fall. By-
1: yeah, you can only go <laughs> but so high. You get too high or you quote them or, or we feel like the white gaze is on you or or we feel like you're getting too many looks whatever it is we've made up our minds and then it's no whole bars we can we we can talk about you being fat we can talk we we gonna call you out about quote-unquote all these things that we've had a problem with you all along, but we didn't want to quote-unquote go against the trend
0: yeah so it seemed like ari lennox had a fucked up moment in public uh shitting on another black women woman and uh people fell into place arguing about the fucking um arguing about which black woman was better rather than just being like you know, and it is what it is. Like that most people are not gonna be able to look at that and be like, hey dog she just clearly having a moment and need to like take that shit offline. You know. That's what you need, friends. That's why you need that's friends. That's you need friends. You know? Um someone said, What did she say about Lizzo? Um but it was all subtweet shit. You I just read all the tweets. Uh she didn't directly add Lizzo, but Lizzo won the award, so to basically, she's basically saying like Lizzo should not have won that award. And that it's because Lizzo is more quote unquote cool than her. So that's not talk, basically saying it's not about her talent or her music or her ability, uh, and shit like that. So wow. I don't know how anyone that won the award could read that and take it as not an insult it, to them. Not,
1: not, not a slight or anything like that. Like I said, I've never heard the other woman's music, but it don't mean she ain't work hard. And Lizzo can. Act, Lizzo has a gorgeous feel like, Now it's not funny. I did not realize Lizzo could sing until I heard her most recent album.
0: Mm-hmm. I was
1: like, "Oh, this bitch could
0: sing." Um. Yeah. I mean, and the other thing is, I saw people. Some of the people I saw, I, I really don't know what they were thinking, but I saw people being like, "It's just the Soul Train Awards." Hey, man, I'm actually happy that um black people care about a black award show agreed that's dope and i hope it continues Mm -hmm. um so you know to see people try to like uh downplay that shit i don't know about that um and for the album of the year it's not always soul no i have the history for people that think it should be a go to soul album 1997 tupac all eyes on me that's definitely
1: not so that's hip-hop right
0: rap. 1998 erica badu baduism which is neo soul lauren hill the miseducation in 1999 uh which is soul and rap uh and pop shit a lot of genres r kelly aura that's that's probably so dr Dre, dr dr Dre 2001 definitely not so Mm-mm. jay-z the blueprint 2002 definitely not so nelly nellyville <laughs> You know that's not soul. Outcast Speaker Box Love Below. Beyonce I Am Sasha Fierce. Uh, Usher Raymond versus Raymond. Chris Brown Fame. That's a pop album. Frank Ocean Channel Orange. Kendrick Lamar Good Kid Mad City. You get the point. It's not a soul award for Album of the Year. So, you know i'm sad that she didn't get the thing that she wanted you know you go back you work hard and and
1: yeah and that's the thing it can be disappointing you know when you're up for woods and you lose like like that that's a real thing a real feeling
0: right so you know hopefully it works out for her in the future speaking of which uh speaking of lizzo uh she is being officially sued by that postmate delivery person Mm
1: -hmm, i can tell by the language of that woman talking
0: i remember when we covered that story and, uh, her
1: language was, oh, somebody got a hold of me and I got the words.
0: She was out there like, uh, I just don't know. My emotional distress is causing me to miss time from work. And I said, Oh, this woman going to sue.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I
1: said,
0: this woman's she about to get She need
1: getting her duck is in a row.
0: People was like, Lizzo should reach out privately and apologize. I'm like, you mean privately and admit complicity? Cause that's what happens when people got lawyers all of a sudden you're trying to make amends they like and see she offered a hundred thousand which means she definitely worth a million we suing this motherfucker mm-hmm. so i saw that shit was like this this will come to pass you're right that's why when people get lawyers involved people are like there's no reason to top down. talk lawyers speaking yep she said she really and remember she was talking about feeling like her life was in danger mm-hmm. and i'm not trying to. okay i am trying to downplay it I don't believe people are gonna kill her off of that tweet I don't believe it I don't know that she believes it what I do know is if I was suing Lizzo I would say it I mean you put my face on front street so it's a problem yeah I would say it because I want to get paid so yes I was scared for my life because you know how Lizzo fans be out here killing people left and right <laughs> like come on man if i'm suing i i think listen i thought them niggas gonna kill me okay i'm afraid to come out the house every second i don't do nothing but stay in the house with the lights off y'all okay now go and get out of here keep keep the room dark it's traumatizing that good so it is what it is and Ja Rule is officially cleared of the lawsuit over the fire fest scamming never dies never 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 uh a child was spotted working in the kitchen of an understaffed Popeye's in Texas with their baby to work and be like boy bring your ass back here take your children to work Days is coming earlier and earlier every year yeah, ain't
1: it? it though instead of having them just
0: sit in the lobby and doodle damn that's a lot of pressure of all the places for a child to be learning how to damn right earth, you don't want it to be a Popeye's with the chicken sandwich
1: all in grease and then and, and shit frying
0: yeah wow. Well, uh the, I, dang i thought i had the article that, there was a picture of the child someone took a picture of it on their phone and they blurred her face out but the the part that sent me and i i know you shouldn't be laughing at this because it's terrible abuse but y'all the baby had an apron on oh
1: they put that baby to work yeah they
0: put that baby to work so, work
1: somebody was like uh i'm tired of you sitting up here doing nothing come back here and get busy get get, yeah. get the busy
0: like they put that child to actual that, work
1: that that baby had got on somebody's that somebody's goddamn nerves i'm like look look, look, look. look, look. you think it's the motherfucking game
0: bring your ass back and get to work boy i thought the kid was gonna be like just handing somebody a piece of chicken Mm-mm. no that Mm-mm. kid was back there on the grill giving raw chicken to a male staff member who went on to cook it and he was part of the team a mm-hmm. uh, shout out to the person that took the picture because, you know, my next question is, did you then sit around and wait for your chicken sandwich?
1: hmm Yeah, sh- shout out to them. Because you know what everybody else did? Looked at that baby and go, yeah, I want five chicken sandwiches. <laughs> okay. I came for the two-piece box. Everybody else didn't know the fuck out of that child. Because I believe you me, they ain't the only one that's seen that child
0: but I just want to know if they saw the child took the picture but then still stood in line for their chicken sandwich that's the question yeah they don't want to a picture but I know they the only one took a picture Karen I'm not saying I feel like everyone was new and was waiting on chicken sandwich I just not I'm not sure it makes you a better person that you took a picture mm-hmm. and still was like yes they- I'll like uh I would yes. like two yes. spicy chicken sandwiches yes they waited mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I think they waited on that it's now taking a little too t- little long, Junior. That's why they really took Hi, the picture. That's why I took the picture in the first place. The but like picture. this is why my son take like too goddamn long, we got that baby back there. Right. You need to you need to hurry up on that grill, little boy, and uh give <laughs> me the sandwich. I'm tired of this shit. Okay? Them short ass arms. Oh man. Oh, okay. They
1: probably couldn't even stand above the fryer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mommy, when can we go home? Never nigga. Have me small chicken. Oh, get on my damn nerves!
1: I gotta do this for free. Yes, 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 this,
0: for this, free. This is what happens when your parents don't whoop you. They make you go to work and do chicken instead. They
1: make you work.
0: You gonna now see this? Is what's gonna happen? You keep getting them D's. Okay, you are gonna be in here with me doing chicken every day for the is rest that what of your you life? Is that what you want, Jerome? Mm-mm. Hand me another breast. That will change my life forever,
1: too, Mama. I'm going to college, <laughs> Mama. I never flunk again
0: we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks
3: we're just fucking
0: with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find every articles make us feel fucked with the real sign point scores from 0 to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants, everybody all right story number one for fucking with black people michael bloomberg pushed stop and frisk policing and now he is apologizing ahead of a potential democratic presidential run former mayor michael r bloomberg of new york
1: he has negative
0: percent of black folks okay negative percent of black folks but yeah, vo- vote, votes. votes oh yeah. votes yes black yes,
1: folks yes. voting yeah black folks people look like you this know nigga, i no.
0: don't understand new york because new york is supposedly like this really quote-unquote liberal place according to all the angry republicans but like they got some like rudy Giuliani, this nigga like they got some whack niggas that they have voted for that are clearly overtly racist yeah, and shit.
1: Yeah, they, the mayor is so racist. He made a rule that he can have a third term and then
0: turn around and was like,
1: I'ma make it so can't nobody else ever do this again. Fuck him. Yeah, no.
0: they blow, they voted for, um, like, what's that, Bill de Blasio, but they hate him now. Like, I don't understand how these niggas keep winning. What are the rules in New York right now? I don't know. Is it like because <sighs> I hate to slander the New York contingent of black folks again, but are they just weakening us down here is that what's happening are they just letting fat joe say nigga and then it it extrapolates to letting these stopping frisk ass niggas be in charge like what's happening mm-hmm. how are they mm-hmm. doing this to our people up there mm-hmm. hold the line mm-hmm. you know why because they're doing the same shit to
1: them up there they doing the us down here suppressing the to vote. They getting their vote suppressed. They must be. Yes, they yes. I'ma go. Right, you
0: know what, Karen? I'ma go with that because yes, I refuse to believe. They're closing polls left and right and shit. Yes, I've never met a black person that liked this dude. Mm-hmm. They was like, we gonna be sure niggas don't vote. The Vazio got a black son with an afro, and I still nobody likes him. Like I'm just not sure what's happening up there. Did these motherfuckers somehow keep winning anyway? So this one. Is running for president now, and he's defended stopping frisk for years after being out of office. But in front of uh, an audience, he declared during the speech, I was wrong, and I am sorry for his stopping frisk policy. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Come cut a rug with us. Get your billionaire ass have a seat over here next to jay-z and beyonce and oprah you know how to play spades you
2: we're know gonna don't. teach you today
0: oh you just like calling us spades we're gonna put you in charge of security we don't want nobody getting in with no guns so i just need you to stop and frisk that was a test that was a test all right put, you, put the cops away
2: let's
0: go Hey, all you got to say is you're sorry and you're welcome to the cookout. No, you get a
1: to-go plate. Mm, uh, what? Why? No, you stand on the outside and smell the fresh fried fish.
0: Oh, I see what this is. Karen, this is, this happens all the time. Karen wasn't listening earlier. <clears throat> I, I'll, I'll repeat it. He said, I was wrong and I am sorry. Sorry. Sorry, guys. She, sometimes Karen just gets carried away because she doesn't let's do it so no I heard hey time. he wrong he's sorry Ah, don't come care. on down
2: and i to don't the
0: flow.
1: am i gonna be the one person outside the cookout protesting
0: what hop this time nope Woo. not gonna teach you how to electric slide? nope wow okay wow tough tough crowd yeah he uh first is the first speech since he reemerged as a possible presidential candidate hopping in late but still did the democrats know that he, when one of them drops out you don't have to replace them with two like a like a fucking head what? of the hydra right right it's like people we
1: want this group we want it to get smaller because i'm to the point and that's not funny i don't give a fuck until we narrow this it's too many it's like a fucking clown car narrow it down get it to the good, full people then you got my attention i don't care to then
0: yeah i heard they still be doing stop and frisk but just not officially no more come on that's what i heard
1: yes why would they give it up
0: he also said that uh black people was the reason he did stop and frisk to support us like he yeah like (laughs) this nigga running as a democrat he's like black people love Stop and (laughs) Frisk.
1: no no that's why i'll be protesting at the cookout
0: of course, it have your plate. You can get no aluminum foil. It heavily targeted black and brown young men. This is what's funny to me is this is the kind of shit that people accused Hillary Clinton of doing, where Hillary Clinton had fucking uh, abandoned and apologized for comments years before running for office, and people still was like, uh, "Look at this pandering." this nigga actually is legitimately slapped in your face pandering like the day before this i was up here like stop it is good black people love it it worked fuck every study fuck all the um results fuck all the lives i ruined he
1: think he about to
0: win <laughs> i don't know what he's doing
1: polling that negative two percent talking about
0: i'm gonna win you can get the fuck out of here you know what i think is happening elizabeth warren keep talking about taxing these billionaires mm-hmm and the billionaires are turning into motherfucking thanos like fuck it i'll do it myself i know he didn't say fuck it but y'all know what i mean but yeah yeah i'll do it myself and putting on a billionaire glove and be like i'll just run for office i I mean i don't know and maybe it's and the other thing is and i said this shit in 2016 donald trump successfully lowered the qualifications to be a candidate because now any dumbass anywhere be like i can run and that's why i was like y'all are afraid oprah's gonna run because y'all think oprah lost her mind suddenly because he lowered the qualifications to rich famous why not run you got name recognition why not run just fuck it fuck if you can do the job actually just run and that's why we have so many democratic candidates now because everybody that got like three friends on twitter feel like they can run the shit like oh you know what i have 12 followers um think i'm ready to run for president Mm-mm. um yeah until sunday he has steadfastly and his critics say stubbornly defended stopping and Fritz, mocking only mocking only a few months ago the very notion of undertaking an apology tour for his broader record he's still behind the program which gave new york police officers sweeping authority to stop and search anyone suspected of a crime even after a federal judge ruled in 2013 that it violates constitutional rights of minorities though he has now distanced himself the policing approach that has another prominent champion president trump who called for it to be used nationwide in 2016 praised the tactics again last year No, well, i don't think that's not coming two sides of the same coin uh but yeah so um i can't imagine what his poll numbers are they can't be high
1: nope he can kiss my ass
0: i don't know how this nigga won election in new york i don't i don't i don't know somebody gonna write and explain that i'm sure shit probably several of you niggas because y'all yeah. in new york and i made that joke voter
1: suppression I, I it's gotta it. be something yeah like that
0: played a big it's not big part. and by the way it's not just him Mm-mm. like it's a lot of motherfuckers that don't like uh Giuliani um and uh, now they don't like de Blasio so how they keep winning I wonder because they don't like them motherfuckers I don't know anyway uh good luck uh zero to a Oh, he get a hundred
1: because as soon as he lose he gonna be back to frisking
0: yeah I, I saved your cars for him fuck him that's such blatant pandering
1: right and you act like we too dumb
0: to know what the fuck you doing like you didn't even try didn't even that, try he, nigga like months ago you was like <laughs> just months ago come on man uh judge joe brown is in the news he is not here for harriet tubman's 20 bill because he says putting a black woman on the front of u.s currency before a black man gets that honor as is an before is is an insult to the black race? Oh, Judge yo Brown. Oh, Judge.
1: For real? Is this this not an Onion article? He Are you smoking that? crack, Judge? He would have said that.
0: I mean, the shocking comments were made during a recent interview he did with the Breakfast Club, Doctor Umar Johnson.
3: Oh no! Bro, Bro. one. Fight. I got a question for you, Judge. If I could? Yes, yeah, sir.
0: Why is your audio uh, so bad?
3: Because I would hate for any listeners. And particularly feminists to misinterpret your comments earlier on Queen Mother Harriet Tubman. I don't care
4: about feminists. They can go straight <laughs> to hell, and I know they hate themselves because they got two X chromosomes instead of an XY.
3: They are-
0: is this an impression of Dr. of, of what? Judge O'Brien, or is this really him? I hope. Is
1: this? I, I, don't, I hope this is not real. Judge O'Brien, a hotel? i hope it's not real no no
0: Judge Joe Brown is a hotel i had no idea are they for real i think it's really him karen i don't i don't maybe it's a, i mean i don't think umar johnson is known for his comedy skits is this fake well,
3: self-hating and they're sick well i'm also i also wanted to clarify for me as well judge um because I know you had mentioned Thurgood Marshall, Dr. King, Frederick Douglass. And I just wanted to uh, clarify with you that your comments were not suggestive of saying that by doing a Harriet Tubman movie, that that somehow undermined the works of those great male leaders, because that's what it could No, it does like.
4: But the objective is I've heard it from the Hollywood sources, I have. These feminists are trying to do this movie so they can get a black woman put on a $20 bill that's not a true
2: statement <laughs> oh, okay. oh okay oh
0: oh you crazy I am <laughs> this
1: can't be real
0: this can't be real I don't sound just. this. Ca- this has to be fake? Uh, who okay?
1: This sound like he were doing this on Blogspot.
0: This let me, it was on Spreaker.com. You're close enough, which we all, yeah, that's a platform I would never use. Um, I'm going to the YouTube where the video was posted. This maybe the comments will say it's a joke. Please be a joke.
1: I'm hoping it is.
0: What is just Joe Brown doing? Street Fighter Heated Debate snippet part one or two two audiences only by valerie denise jones uh the comments do not seem the thing as a joke i love judge joe brown agree with everything he's saying here speak the truth speak the motherfucking truth judge joe brown is right i didn't even see this angle till he made his point he's so wise Oh, you're going in the comment section. Oh, no. But I wanted to see if they would be like, ha, 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 girl, that's a good impression. Mm-mm. No. Oh, no. we stay at the comment section.
4: No. And they Understand. have no interest in this movie is to soften the public up to the idea of taking a black woman who frees slaves uh, by leading them to freedom i getting her or another one like her on a $20 bill. They can't get a white woman, so they want a black woman. They don't care. They just want a woman, and it downs masculinity. Now, everybody on a bill is not a dead president. Don't forget Ben Franklin. He was never a president, so that's plenty of precedent to put in somebody black who was never a president. Like, let's say if we want to go back to the 19th century, like all of the rest of the people are on there, died off in in the 19th century or the 18th century we've got Ben Franklin so we can have
3: Frederick Douglass okay. but you, you speak, I mean, do you, that's you, what you, I'm saying Okay, but you don't have a problem with a black woman and in this case Harriet Tubman being memorialized in whatever way that comes you don't have a problem with that, do you? Or, or do you I have a problem with problem that? I got a big problem
4: if it's on a bill before they put a black man's face on one. I have a big problem Why? with that.
3: Why? Do because you have a problem historically,
4: with a black the status woman? of a, an ethnic group is determined by its men, not its oh, women. Oh, God. And that you but put a black you, woman on there before a black man is insulting to the black race because you're saying I, I, the I, men I, ain't worth uh, a damn to put a woman I up there first. Good.
3: I disagree with
0: oh, I how is he employed how, does he is, did he retire from a tv show how, right how is umar the voice reason what is happening i don't know i know them hotels don't like this shit i know them i know them hotels i know the hotels don't like dr dr umar being like now hold on man you going a little too
1: far i mean i just call them queens i mean you're going too far <laughs> brother brother brother
0: you're wrong that's not true <laughs> dr umar frederick Douglass is gonna be on the um be on the 20 bill i don't know and ain't nobody gonna believe this <laughs>
1: Mm-mm, nobody
0: oh my god and i know they don't like it because the comment said why is umar acting obtuse i'm so sick of him lately it's clear that if me must survive. Our men must be leader.
1: Ooh, must be
0: leader. <sighs> wow wow these niggas are mad for her. what is the point of putting a black woman on a worthless dollar bill that is constantly depreciating but i do agree with judge joe brown this country is all about emasculating the black man by uplifting the black woman first that movie was all about romanticizing the slave and the slave master and making the black man the villain big or long really i don't get why people don't see the symbolism in that movie hollywood is full of it
1: oh uh, you know they was uh tweeting on twitter about it
0: yeah those those for uh come on judge five clap emojis i agree with you 100 a man not afraid to tell the truth all caps god bless you judge please keep spreading the truth i'm a woman and i say what what they're trying to do to our men i see what they're trying to do to our men keeping them at the bottom we're the only group where they respect the woman for they respect the man and it's not by accident it's intentional Fuck a feminists so glad we still have men like the honorable judge joe brown standing tall on the front line representing our people like that supposedly represented they want our men to hide behind their women shaking my head may god bless the remorse nope i will not mm-hmm. and then the end you think it ends with pick me
1: <laughs> choose me <laughs> click here hold temptress. i choose you
0: um. yeah
1: 100 you don't need to read no more no.
0: alright um umar collects most of his donations from black women for his school he's not going to agree with Judge Joe Brown even though he's right uh, follow the money I guess follow the hotel money god damn Judge Joe Brown oh that's just that's just very special just Joe Brown, the one that accused everybody be on crack, right? Mm hmm. Oh, my God, this nigga.
3: I disagree. I don't think. I won't. And the other thing is, Harry, I, I, black I don't male leadership. Hiring a black woman to not... lead the
4: black race by saying, impose <laughs> your sense of responsibility on motherhood and start raising some decent young men instead of these little monsters that you have running around the house where you don't want to have a father involved with them start being but,
0: real mothers and pay attention to it how is the woman i never understand that argument because they always skip over the fact that the men grow up to be terrible men and then the men don't raise their children and then the women don't want monstrous men around the children and then they also say it's the woman's fault but it's never the fact that a nigga becomes a monster and it's on mm-hmm. them is joe is judge matthew's the one that say about it on crack Maybe Judge Matthews is crack. I don't. That, yeah, you know what, Judge Mathis is crack. Okay. Yeah, Judge Joe Brown is not crack. Judge Mathis think everybody on crack. It don't matter what the fuck you in there for. You did some crack, didn't you? Yeah. I'm
1: in here for weed.
0: Yeah, sir. He he stole my puppy. Is the puppy on crack? I'm like what the fuck. What is, you sold the puppy for crack? Let's be honest. Somebody in here owns some crack. I smell crack. <laughs> Who got some crack? Meet me in a, my chambers. Is that a hint
1: of crack I smell?
0: I would like to meet whoever has the crack in my chambers for a brief recession. Uh, we'll be back in 20 minutes. <laughs> Let's take a crack recess, everyone. I'm going to give everybody an hour to go find crack. I know all your crackers need to do some crack. And uh, meet me in the back, of y'all. if y'all. Meet me out back. Maybe he sells crack. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. He's like, <laughs> Are you on crack? Would you like to be? <laughs> I got the best shit in town. If you got twenty dollars, you can be on crack in my courtroom. Okay, you just need to play your cards right, and you get some crack. Okay? I guarantee you that. God damn, Judge Mathis a hotel. Boy, I don't know how this. What is this world coming on to, man? Judge O'Brien a hotel. I mean, not Judge Mathis. What is the world coming to? Mm-mm-mm. All right, uh. You know what? We've been two hours. Let's do the soy ratchiness and get out of here. Okay? Oh, man. Uh, what, zero to a hundred, can? Oh, a hundred. Everybody. A uh, dr- cars. Dr- everybody cars. get a hundred. drug fucking cars. This nigga. Woo! Everybody get a hundred. That is ridiculous. Ain't it? <coughs> they're going to put them on there for a black man because you know, they're trying to destroy and emasculate us. my
2: hollywood
3: sources
0: <laughs> This nigga. i'm surprised he
1: ain't go to doing doing that ain't gonna do nothing but make the black men gay
3: what right what what are we talking i didn't
1: about? finish it's They're seven mo- gay black men like like it's five more minutes
0: it's five more minutes so he made oh
1: have. yeah you you know he he crossed all the lines
0: damn umar must really need that school money he was he, he, he taking off a black don't Uma. know how gay works I his baby mama was like, where was this one I need you to take up for me? Uh The TSA's official Instagram account show strange items they found throughout the year. Uh A man learned the hard way Friday that swords don't belong and carry on luggage.
1: No shit. You've been covering a lot of them stories. People are like, oops, I forgot. They're like, yeah, dog, this needs to go in the bottom
0: of the plane. Maybe this is an old story because it says like South Powell was was that the last one South Powell ball, I, I ball? don't know we could they st- literally start blending
1: together the other one the one you read before had it like TSA the other one was in the oh here you know you know
0: this is this is the same one yeah because he said he could uh he thought he could carry it because of the value of it yeah
1: they was like put that shit in the bottom of the
0: plane uh alright let's find a different one then guys how about um, so they
1: didn't say you couldn't have it they just said you can't have it on the plane
0: um, San Antonio man got stabbed with a sword after asking for his laptop back oh shit uh, the, he has not been identified. He told police he had let someone borrow his laptop. When he asked for it back, the suspect stabbed him with a sword in the shoulder, and he fell down the stairs. The first responders arrived to the resident around 12.30am. The victim was taken to the hospital in stable condition.
1: Oh shit, that's a deadly ass sword.
0: Can I borrow your laptop? Sure, a person with a sword. <laughs> what? It's not your fault, but it's not, not your fault all right y'all that's it we'll talk to you guys tomorrow for our walking dead recap thanks for listening until next time i love you i love you too